Greetings and welcome back to another episode of Well, Why Not? So the title of this episode may seem like a departure from my normal topics, but I promise you that it's not. And I'm actually very excited to talk about reality TV, which is one of my favorite pastimes for a long time. So without further ado, let's jump right in. So I first want to say that I have been a fan of reality TV in general since I feel the the genre first came about. I remember watching The Real World um, as a teenager and being enthralled and just fascinated by this idea of cameras just watching people living their lives. Since then, of course, it's become a lot more scripted, although it's still you know, considered unscripted TV, but it, um, it has evolved and I can't say that I like all of them, but one of one series that I, I still am a, a big fan of, um, are the real housewives franchises and some of them more than others. Some of them I have gone, you know, four or five years without watching and then have, you know, fallen back in right now. I'd say my favorites are Atlanta, Potomac, uh, Beverly Hills, which I never watched. I didn't watch probably the first eight seasons of it, nine seasons maybe. Um, but recently, oh, OC, I've been, I watched that from the very beginning. It was the first one. And then I stopped watching for, for several years and I've just started watching it again. And I know there have been several, oh, Oh yes, how could I forget Miami, which just got rebooted uh, this year. And actually, I think it's just, it's it's on its second season since being re- rebooted. I never watched it the first go, but I am really enjoying this reboot, even even if it has a lot of the people from the original. But I just I, I don't know. I and I it seems like it's it's the general consensus. A lot of people are are much happier this time around. Now. Today's episode is focused specifically on The Real Housewives of Dubai. And of course, this franchise was a surprise, was controversial because because it's Dubai, because there are so many uh, human rights violations there. Also, the producer, Andy Cohen, who is um, openly gay and knowing that it is illegal there and that brought about a lot of comments and a lot of criticisms but um, obviously they still decided to go forward with it and I actually thought that that was that was brave and that was um, it was smart I, I mean a smart business move for one thing but also it's it just kind of goes back to this idea of why should we shy away from something that's different um, and and um, I think history has shown us that things don't change when people don't know about them it's almost like you know shining light on something and and speaking openly about it that's if if you are hoping to improve the situation that's the way to do it shying away from the actual like shunning them and never displaying anything from that culture or from that country 
I don't see how that would help in terms if if that is the intent the intent is to quote unquote help uh quote unquote change some of their laws and their their traditions really then it has to be talked about there has to you know there has to be that mirror reflected um on on the issue so that is my two cents and uh, of course the, uh, I think it's, I feel like it's, it's had two seasons. No, it's only had one season, right? And it has been, it, I think it was a pretty successful season considering, um, but you know, there have been others that have started off well and then dipped off. But as I watched that first season, each person, you know, because I think obviously all of the ladies on, on that show are immigrants, are expats in Dubai. And even those who, you know, can are, are uh, have similar cultures um, are, you know, of Arabic descent or are practicing Muslims. It's still they, they are still, you know, expats. And that's I know that uh, Dubai, it's pretty much 90 percent of the population um, is 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 immigrants, which is I think makes it. A fascinating place uh, just because of that and what does that mean and how do all those cultures come together and and coexist and I have heard a lot I have read a lot I think a lot of those questions also are, are answered in in the series you could kind of see the dynamic who who is you know that whole uh, debate about what is an expat versus an immigrant I think it's very clear even though to me, it's interchangeable. All of those ladies are immigrants. All of those ladies are expatriates. But, you know, it tends to be immigrants are the ones who come looking for economic opportunity. A lot of those ladies did the same thing. <laughs> they moved to Dubai because of business opportunities that they that they identified. But I guess now we start to, you know, slice and dice it in terms of, well, what kind of economic opportunity are you looking for? A service job or are you looking to start a million dollar business? And again, to me, one in the same. I am going to talk about each of the ladies. So if you haven't seen it, I hope that I talk enough <laughs> that you you get a sense of, of the type of person I'm trying to describe. And then for those of you who have seen it, I'd be eager to hear what your take is on each of these ladies and again my my observation is from the expat lens and overall what i saw with this group i thought this is the typical they all like each of them individually represent somebody that i have met <laughs> that i have met um in my years as an expat like there's always one and not to stereotype but again i think you know part of the allure and part of the entertainment of reality TV is sort of playing or leaning into, you know, stereotypes. And, um, you know, at this point, I think all reality TV, especially the Real Housewives franchises, they've it's more about um, it's more it's about the drama, right? It's about like who, who can be messy and who can gossip the most and who could come with the one liners and always in a negative way. So that that already is the you know, the stereotype of a group of women being friends in 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 these series. And then you I just think that with Dubai, you have that added layer of this is what the typical um this type of expat will act like and this is just my opinion and of course you know again we know this is so edited and we're not getting the full picture of these ladies nor 
I don't think they they're expecting that and that's something they they often say when they when they talk about the seasons and how oh well you know editing didn't show this and um, there was a conversation that led up to this moment and all of that so this is just based on the edited season that we all had the privilege of enjoying last year The first housewife that I'm going to talk about is Carolyn Brooks. And I, I, it was hard to get a good read on her, I'd have to say. <laughs> you know, she, I think what stuck out to me um, in all her interactions and just seeing her with her son, she is that she hasn't really immersed herself in the culture. And she, it looks like she's trying to create her own bubble within her new country or her host country. And um, I think that is very typical, You, especially when somebody has the means to do that. So uh, it's clear that, you know, from her, I think from her first or from her ex-husband, she had the means and she was able to build a business that is pretty successful it's hard to tell on these series too as we are seeing with salt lake like people put on the show right and they make it and i actually think it's it's a pressure that's been created throughout the years and how reality tv has evolved especially this this franchise in particular but i digress now carolyn brooks um i also think that she is she there is some childhood baggage and I, I don't even like to use the word baggage but i i don't know if i could qualify it as trauma but she there are some things from her childhood and from her upbringing that she is it, it's it's showing up in the way that she's raising her child it's showing up in, in i think in the way that she reacts to certain situations and that is also very typical <laughs> so and i say and and I, and I think I've mentioned this about when I when I talked about you can only when you expatriate you only become more of what you already are. So if you are somebody who has not dealt with issues with past uh, just hurt feelings or whatever that may be, and then you pick up and start a new life in a brand new environment in a brand new country with brand new people oftentimes you will start to see the same issues that you are having in your home country you are going to be having with people in your host country and it may take some time it may actually like you know show itself in a different way just because it's a different context but at the root of it you'll see it's the same issues if you have a hard time trusting people in your home country you're gonna have a hard time trusting people in your host country um, if you don't like or if you have a, an insecurity about and you feel judged it's just gonna show so that's what i saw with her and and you know some of her conflicts with the other ladies i just rooted it back to you didn't heal this before becoming an expat and and it's i don't think it's a it's a obviously it's not a requirement it's not a prerequisite if you're going to expatriate you need to make sure that you are going as a whole person it's just highly recommended so that you are not 
exactly you're not create you're not continuing that cycle um, because a lot of times that's what you were trying to escape in the first place right so the second housewife that i want to talk about is sarah and oh <laughs> so you know Sarah is is a person her her character let's say is you know I'm the, she's the enlightened one you know and she's done all this personal work and and healing and because of that and and, of, and you know she's ex- traveled extensively and she's lived this extraordinary life according to her and instead of letting that experience and letting her healing just let her be, you know, who she is and sort of influence how she, how she carries herself. I, and I, I feel like I'm, I'm verbalizing this in the wrong way, but basically I feel like that's a good thing. It's a good thing that she's traveled a lot. It's a good thing that she's made the efforts to heal herself. The, the issue becomes where she's expecting others to have done the same thing or when others have not done the same thing, she feels it's her place to recommend that they do or you know and and that's why i think she comes off as very judgmental again i have met sarah i know i know several sarahs where um you know based on how that person arrived to their current location they will that is how you know they they're they're calling card or their their business card is all about i've been to this place and when i was you know in bali for six months and when i did the and it's like that's great for you (laughs) but are we really are we really establishing any sort of relationship when our conversations are are based around what you have done what you have accomplished and all this that you've overcome now yeah and it would come out eventually i think as you build genuine relationships over time and people ask you specifics about your life then you have you know the floor and and it's within the right context and it's not taken as are you trying to tell me because i didn't do what you did that I'm somehow missing because that's it really is the tone um and I know for her oftentimes when she had her conflicts based around that she she always comes from a place of that's not how I meant it or I didn't say it like that I just you know I was just sharing or you know it's in her mind coming from an innocent place but I think someone like her it's it's hard for her to realize how people receive the information and to let that have more weight you know that's that's personal that's like personal development right there (laughs) 101 it's you know it's fine to have your intent and i'm only saying this you know with good intentions and i'm only sharing this with the intent of of helping or doing something good but if it's not being received that way then you failed and you need to rethink why you keep sharing it even though it's being received in another way every single time and maybe you know and and every single time who knows maybe out of 50 times 20 of them it's it's well received but i feel like if you're if you're hearing this this feedback over and over then you just you should be rethinking your approach so yeah that is but again i i know sarah's several sarah's and then the next one the next housewife is uh carolyn stanbury and i actually saw her when she was in ladies of london and i don't know why that 
that one didn't do well. They, it was only on, I feel like, for one season, maybe two seasons tops. Maybe the ratings weren't that well. But, you know, sometimes I think a lot of this has to do with timing. Same reason why, like, Miami didn't do well before, but it's doing well now. Sometimes it's just, you know, just the timing of it all. So I knew, so the little that I saw, I just, I did, it was so long ago, I didn't remember a lot about her from, from um, Ladies of London. But then seeing, I remember hearing that she had made this move and and then subsequently of course because she was considering joining this cast they started talking then it came out that she had gotten divorced since moving to dubai and and all of that so i look at carolyn gosh (laughs) she is a bit disconnected as well i i think she is a little similar to carolyn brooks in that she has just created this bubble and she has this lifestyle that does not reflect at all I don't want to say it doesn't reflect where she lives because obviously Dubai is known for its opulence and for the wealth but I'm talking more about like cultural um, has she adjusted her way of being to her new environment I don't think so and I think for the most part these ladies go to places that are expat friendly go to places where they can act the way that they want to act or the way that they would act in their home countries without judgment, without repercussion. And and then I feel like their whole, they're probably their circles, their social circles are also people that are very similar to them. And so that's where I feel like people miss out a lot of times. Expats will miss out because of the urge to, to create or to gravitate towards the familiar, then how much do you really know about lo- local culture? And I think in a, in a place like Dubai, where the majority are immigrants, it is obviously gonna look different. I'm not expecting you to um, really build strong ties with a local local, but there are so many different cultures represented. I just, I see them as, I, you know, and especially in, her, in the case of Carolyn Stanberry, where she, was it looks or appears that she was elite coming from England from the UK I mean she went to boarding school and so she she had this very different life even in her home country so it it, it makes sense I totally understand this need to okay I'm gonna move but I need to maintain this standard and this is a very nuanced thing because I think you can maintain a standard but still immerse yourself. I think you can maintain a standard of quality or a, you know, a level of of spending or whatever it is that you're you're accustomed to, but still be mindful of the new environment and still make an effort to make connections with people who are different than you. That's what I think um, she specifically she she misses out on that she I, I even when she brings in now this cast was purposely made to be diverse but when she brings around her friends like her real life friends you can see that they they're very similar to her they're from you know her her community let's say and so that is that is very typical of of an expat so that's like i it's beyond saying like i know several carolyn's i know (laughs) it's just it's just a very easy thing to do and at all social levels it's not just people who are extremely wealthy i think it's just people go looking for 
the people that in this so even within expat communities like you may gravitate to somebody oh i'm an american you're an american let's hang out and then once you realize oh but this person is from the midwest and um you know grew up on a farm and didn't really have the same experiences as me i may seek out another expat i may not feel as close to that expat even though we're from the same country and i want the expat that had a similar lifestyle to me so that's act, that's a mistake. <laughs> Again, it, it takes effort to get out of that, but it's a mistake. I think you can have such a much more enriching experience if you don't do that. And now I will talk about Nina. Um, I think Nina is the most genuine. I think uh, she recognizes that she has, uh, you know, good fortune, and she is, you know, very. Um, very wealthy she doesn't downplay it but she i feel like it's subdued it's not over the top it's not i'm gonna show you i'm gonna put this all out there there's a lot she talks a lot about gratitude i actually think that i saw today that she will be returning for another season which is interesting it's not surprising because again i think because she is the most genuine again she has the similarities in culture i i don't think she's a practicing muslim but i i may be wrong and um but she just is a very low key and she, even though she she had a little bit of conflict and got wrapped up in some some of the drama she would always kind of bring it back to like this is not how we act and and i felt like when she the way that she spoke it seemed just genuine it didn't seem like she was putting on a show either way she wasn't like pretending to be a certain way or more subdued because I think she naturally is that way. I think her wanting to be a peacekeeper a lot of times, that is just her nature. And that may not be what the, what the show is looking for. Knowing, knowing how this franchise works, um, it, it may, it, yeah, it, they may be looking for somebody with more of a quote unquote storyline. And then we'll talk about Chanel. <laughs> Chanel is, is a party within herself. Uh, she, I, I mean, you know, what, what I found really interesting about her is I felt like she had this added layer of refugee. So it's like whether, you know, I, I do use immigrant and expat interchangeably, but refugee is a whole other thing. Somebody who had to flee their, their home country because of, because of danger, because their life was in danger. And when she shares about that, I think you get, you get a different view um or you you get a little bit more insight to who she is and why she's that way so even though the whole over the top i cannot say that i i know chanel's <laughs> i have not had the privilege of meeting someone like chanel in my ex during my um, expat experience but she i just think that her her b being boisterous and and just believing it she really really believes in herself and has really high self-confidence but then you can see you know her layers of vulnerability that is all tied to her experience as a child and as a refugee and i i wouldn't like which i doubt they would because you know that's not completely entertaining but i would love for them to delve more into that i would love for her to go visit if possible um go or visit family even if she can't go back to her home country but visit her family to see her dynamics with her family i think there was one um, on one episode she was talking to her sister and that was that was really sweet but i think there's just a lot there and she talks she talks a lot about her past she's very open about it which um which is which is endearing, which is which is really helpful again into understanding who she is and why she's the way she is. Um, now, Lisa, 
I look at Lisa, she's the last one. Um, she's like an immigrant twice over, right? Like me. <laughs> so, you know, she, I think her, she was born in Jamaica because you could hear the accent every once in a while as she speaks. So immigrated to the U.S. and then from the U.S. immigrated to, to Dubai. So I think that similar to the other ladies, to the Carolines and things, she has, she does want to maintain a, a certain standard a standard that she's become accustomed to probably more so in dubai than than in the u.s but at the same time i think that because she i i believe it's it's related to being an immigrant twice over that she also has this humility about her that there she is a little bit more down to earth yes you you know just like with the whole cast she loves the glitz the glamour um she likes to if if she feels it all attacked or um, that somebody is trying to make her feel less than she will remind you <laughs> of you know what she's accomplished and, and what she has but I, I there's something about her where it, it just doesn't come across like it's it's too um, too aggressive in, in terms of trying to prove herself and trying to prove that she's made it um, she, she doesn't give me that that air and and that comes across with some of the other ladies like they really want to show you like hey I moved here and and I became a multimillionaire or or I'm making this and I'm doing that and um, she just to me um, is is sort of in between that space and so I would say Lisa's probably uh, an expat who's still trying to find her place who's still probably trying to find her community her tribe and or trying to find a way to balance like between because here's what I think with Lisa I think as she's living in this opulence when she you know has her nanny come in she she can she can connect with that nanny in a way that some of the other ladies can't like when she sees the laborers or because she that was that was her people that was the Jamaicans when she was in the US so there is I don't know it's and it's hard because it doesn't mean that oh because she can identify with them to a level that she should try and, and connect with them or build a relationship that would be false right that would be something forced however I think there's a softness that comes from her because of that and that I, I don't know. I, I'd like to think that that's similar. I, I, I'm not living the, the high life like Lisa or any of these ladies. But when I when I saw her home life and just the way that she spoke, it just it, it was reminiscent to me. And I was like, I get it. I get why you're this way, even though you're you're part of that same circle and you're doing a lot of the same things, but your interactions um, are, are a little bit different. And then this is, yeah, mainly outside of the group of ladies. When they're all together, they're all ratchet. That's the whole point. That's why we find it entertaining. But that is my observation of the Real Housewives of Dubai <laughs> and how it relates to expats and how they, this is like a mirror, a big, a giant mirror for, for all expats around the world, even though the majority are not living these millionaire lifestyles so that is it for this episode please let me know if you agree with any of these things or if you have any other points or observations on how these ladies carry themselves and you know as it relates to, to expatriating or being an immigrant until the next time be well